Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. All right, all right. Welcome back once again to Inner Bloom Podcast. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. And, uh, oh, you know what, Ambie, I didn't even tell you we didn't release an episode last Friday. I apologize. Mom <laughs> got the best of me. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. We both have had some crazy uh, life experiences lately. And so we are doing our best to stay up to date on the episodes, but sometimes not so much. But. Yeah, if we ever don't release one, just like think of us and like pray for us. Yeah, pray for us. <laughs> Listen to an old episode. Yeah. Hold your manifestations tight. <laughs> That's all. That's all. Um, How was your weekend? Because I have a story about this weekend that's pretty interesting. My weekend was kind of crazy. Um, yeah. So yesterday – Yesterday, my son, my little one, seven-year-old, oh my God. So if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, I posted pictures about it. And honestly, I didn't think anybody would care, but like the comments like were overwhelming. So thank you everybody who reached out and sending love and prayers and all that. So, you know, those little um, toothpicks that have the umbrellas in them, like for the drinks. So he had a giant version of that. Because there was a luau themed party and it was in like a party favor bag. Okay. And it probably shouldn't have been on the floor. So it's so, what you're about to tell me is so funny. I digress. So the house has been trashed because when my depression spikes, um, everything gets messy around me. It's a physical indicator of what's going on in my brain. I know. I know. That's so weird because it feeds into my story about the weekend too. Okay. This is so weird. Go ahead. So, so anyway, so he's playing video games. I was with a coaching client. I'm literally in a Zoom meeting. She can see my face and it's not funny. I'm so sorry. So I'm in a Zoom meeting with my coaching client and he likes to jump up and down when he's playing video games and he jumped on it through his heel. So it went in about an inch and a half. And I see him jumping down the hallway in front of me. And he's like, (gasps) is he playing a game? Like, what is he doing? So I just tell her, hold on one second, because I'm like, what the fuck's happening? And then his sister, Bryn, is behind him. And her face was just shock, right? And I'm like, something's going down. So I tell my coaching client, hold on one second. 
And I sit him down on the steps and there's a fucking stick in his foot. And I'm just like. Like straight out of his heel. Straight out of his heel. It's stuck in there. And I'm just, so I've learned you never, if it's a puncture wound, you never pull it out, right? So I'm kind of like, shit, what do I do? And Oliver, (laughs) Oliver is like, oh my God, oh my God. And I'm like, I feel you, man. But like, calm, let's, let's take a deep breath. So the first thing give him Motrin because I'm sure it hurts. And I go wake up Mo, my girlfriend, because she's a firefighter thinking like she's going to know what to do. Right. (laughs) And so she did not sleep the night before. She's been up all night. She's exhausted. She comes downstairs thinking I'm overreacting. And when she sees the situation, she's like, oh, shit. I'm like, yeah, we've got a fucking situation here. So Oliver says to me, can I say bad words? And I said, (laughs) like, you can, because there's been studies that have been done that cursing reduces pain. So I'm like, you can. So we decide between myself, Mo and Riley that we're going to try to take it out. And so what bad word did he choose? Oh, I'm going to tell you. Oh, okay. So (laughs) so funny when he's in pain, he's hysterical. So Bryn has left the building at this point. Bryn can't watch it. She's out. When she when we said we're going to try to take it out, she left. She went upstairs. Yeah. I can't do this. Yeah. So I'm restraining him. Riley's restraining him. And Mo's going to take it out. Okay? And I told him he could say bad words. So he's got this, or Mo's got the stick in her hand. And Oliver's got me. And he goes, fuck, fuck, fuck. And I was like, that's <laughs> I really thought it was going to be something like not bad. Yeah, like it was oh, either no. going to be one at either extreme or the other. Oh, so. it was bad. So he's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And I'm just kind of shocked like because I'm listening to my seven-year-old curse. Yeah. And he looks at Mo. He's pissed. And he goes, you motherfucker. And I was like, okay. What? <laughs> down. And so – between Riley me, and Mel, we're all laughing so hard that we actually like Which, can't do anything. Wait, she is a motherfucker. <laughs> is that what he meant? <laughs> he was trying to take the stick out. It's funnier. It gets funnier. So he goes, so she's like, bud, you're going to be okay. Like, this is going to be okay. And he goes, oh, really? How do you know that? Have you had this happen to you? And I'm just dying because now he's like being a sarcastic dick and it's kind of funny and Riley's laughing and so she tried to take it out she couldn't take it out it was lodged in there too far and then I we start talking about it and I realized like even if we take it out we're not going to know if there's anything else left in there because we don't have the tools to figure this out because it's like wood there could be like yeah there could be tons of shit going on it's in his foot it could get infected also, like, I need to know if this hit a nerve, like, if there's more damage here, and we don't have the equipment to do this. Is it going to bleed a lot? Like, how, what's going to happen? So we opted to take him to the ER. He was not happy. On the way to the ER, we had a conversation that he can't say bad words in the ER. Okay, we've already let him ha- say the bad words. He can't curse outside the house. So he agrees reluctantly. We go to the hospital. So we, every, every five seconds, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Cause he's scared. We're trying to explain it to him. And we get back there with the doctor and the doctor's like, okay, she, he's telling the nurse, we're going to give him fentanyl in the nose. And then we're going to take out the stick once he's numb. 
And I hear fentanyl and I look at Mo and she looks at me and we're both kind of like, what the fuck are they doing? So we, they moved him from one room to the other. And in between that move, I'm almost having a panic attack now because you're going to give my baby fentanyl. And so she Googled, is this normal to give to in pediatrics? And it was. And so we both calmed down. Um, And they warned us. They're like, he might be really funny once we give him this. So get your cameras ready. And oh my God, did. you get to have a David after the dentist we, moment. Oh, we were on it and he did nothing. Oh, <laughs> he did nothing. He was super chatty, which is apparently a normal <laughs> side effect. Like, get your camera ready. There's oh, yeah. to be social media gold here. Yeah, nothing. No, the yeah. fuck, fuck, fuck was way funnier. Yeah. But he was just telling us about like his life and just chatty, 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 telling the doctor I let I cursed at mommy. I got to yeah. curse at Mo. Like very excited, right? And then he looks over at Mo and he's like, I'm sorry I called you a motherfucker. And she's <laughs> like, it's okay, buddy. It's all right. We're good. So it was funny. He's uh, he didn't bleed. He's okay now. No bleeding. No. um, He did have a little debris. They had to dig out, but he was numb at that point. So it's good that we. But I'm just happy it was wood because when I first saw it, I was like, "That's a nail." I was like worried about that. Yeah. No. It was it was a piece of wood, and it was deep in there. They're like, "You can keep it if you want to, bud." And I was like, "Give me that fucking thing. You're not going to keep that." Yeah. That looked painful as hell. I'm so glad he's okay. Man, kids, 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 kids. Wow. Okay. Interesting. How was your weekend? Well, my weekend, it wasn't as exciting as that, but um, my parents uh, had to go down to Florida for a a family thing that I couldn't go to. Anyway, doesn't matter. I, uh, me and my husband are watching their dog and we watch their dog all the time. Like her name's Star. And um, the thing is, Star, over the past couple of years, she just has had, like, a lot of different little health things going on. And, like, recently she got this big cyst removed, but it's kind of, like, hard to heal, blah, blah, blah. So she has to wear these things over her arms. And anyway, we haven't really watched her since then. So my dad had mentioned to me, like, yeah, she's kind of, like, smelling a little bit, but, like, I don't really know, like, what it is. And I'm like, well... I don't know. He had just mentioned to me a couple times, like, yeah, she's been smelling. I don't really think anything of it. They drop her off and they're like, by the way, and then they say again, they're they're heading to the airport and they're like, by the way, if you smell something weird, it's Star. And I'm like, okay. Within like one minute of her being there, I'm like, oh my God. Like, it smells mm-hmm. like something is dying. Like, dying. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? That infection yeah. smell. My husband is so sensitive to smells. And like, like literally if I burn, you've been witness, if I burn sage one time, he comes home and is like, whoa, if I spray hairspray, he's like, what did you spray in here? Like he's so sensitive. So, um, cause he has really bad sinus stuff. So he was like, he came home, it's Friday night, he's ready to relax and it smells like something's dying in the apartment. And so we basically spend the whole day just trying to figure out how to like take care of her and how to... Um, like breathe and be happy and be okay. And anyway, come Sunday morning, they were coming home and I just was like, I, I, I basically took her back early in the morning and then I just went back throughout the day to walk her. But then I proceeded to get into this cleaning fit because we realized anywhere she had laid down, anywhere, 
anywhere she had remotely touched smelled that sickening smell. My carpet, my couch, my everything. So I have this like really awesome cleaner. It's called like a Bissell. It's a machine that does like water cleaning. You know, it like waters and stuff. Yeah, it's like a shampoo rug. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, I started doing that to all the places on the rug. And then I just got into this crazy cleaning fit where I was like, I'm cleaning everything. I'm washing every single thing in here. I'm things that have I've never thought to wash. I'm washing. And I rarely have the energy to do that. But yesterday I did like I freaking cleaned like my life depended on it. And it was so therapeutic, so therapeutic. So anyway, I just but it was stressful I felt really bad because I'm like calling my parents going like you guys like this is an infection like what yeah. are you what the what like it's not she just smells like something's going on and I just feel bad because they're trying to figure out how to like heal this and it's just it's very complicated because it's like you know how do you make your dog stop licking at their wound even with yeah. a cone on she finds a way so anyway that's something that's ongoing and they're they're figuring out but it was just this weekend where we were inundated with this like grossness and I had to thoroughly cleanse the house. So the reason this is weird is because I was telling Ambie that um, we were talking about dreams and I was telling her, oh, I had a, re- a dream about you this weekend. It was on Friday night going into Saturday. I it's I don't know. It's kind of funny, but it was just this dream that kind of stuck with me through the day. So like I um, me, it was like me and her were at a retreat like we usually are. We usually share a room, but this time Mm -hmm. we weren't sharing a room. We were like next to each other. And Ambie came into my room and it was like um, and I also rarely have dreams about you, too. Like I have had dreams, but this dream is very vividly you. And you came into the room and you were kind of like not in the best mood, like you were a little sad about something. And we were talking about either the retreat or business or something because this commonly happens where like we'll powwow about something and be like, okay, this is what we're going to do. So mm-hmm. you came in and I was like, okay, look, I just think we need to like clean. Like let's get – there's just so much stuff all around, right? Let's just get the stuff that we don't need that's extraneous. Let's get rid of it. Let's kind of clean house. And then mm. we'll just have a lot of room, nice, clean, good energy and room for the stuff that we really need. Mm-hmm. And you and you were like, okay, yeah, I guess so. And you weren't really excited about it, but you were like, I'm on never board. excited about cleaning. That's real life. <laughs> Who is? Who is? Um and then um and then the funny part was <laughs> This is so – I have no idea what the hell this was. But then all of a sudden the dream just takes like a crazy left turn. And um, we both look over at – I guess we were looking around the room about like cleaning and mess and stuff. And I look over at my bed and there's just a vibrator out on the bed. And I go, oh, sorry, I left my vibrator out. And in and real you, life, I don't think she'd be that casual about no, it. No, would I would I be, be that so casual humili- about something like I that? Would I would be like, humili- I would. I, I probably wouldn't most, say anything. Oh my god! And I would be the most awkward person in the entire world about it. I, I would, yeah. I would literally be mortified. So, which I don't think people should be, but I just saying I would be. I, I think we should be able to talk about that stuff and be open about it. But I still would be mortified. Um, so I was just like, oh, like, oops, I left this out, and you were like, oh, <laughs> oopsie, and I was like, no sorry. So anyway, and I just like put it away and kept moving. No idea what that symbolizes in the dream, but um. Maybe it just symbolizes like me being open and vulnerable, like Could me be. being like and not embarrassed. Yeah, like this is what it is. So this is my mess. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could be. Could be. What's so funny about that dream, like I said, so Friday, um, wait, the house, what? I've got to get the baby. Oh, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm keep gonna... vamping. I'm gonna keep vamping while you do that. I'm gonna bring him here. So Friday, we get ever on the show, everybody. So Friday, I had um, the. I had. I don't know what happened. I don't remember if I had someone over. I digress. The point is, the house was a wreck. And then Saturday, I definitely had someone over, and their son came over. And through being normal, natural kids, they played and the house got even more of a mess because I didn't um, make my kids clean up their mess afterwards. So Sunday, when that all went down with Oliver, I was like, okay, this is a sign. Like you have to clean your space because this is not good. And I did clean a little bit last night, Sunday night, but I haven't cleaned all of it yet. So still working on cleaning, but, um, yeah, this is my second sign that I need to clean my space. And we have Ever here, big kid. <laughs> what are you doing, bud? Come here. He's, oh, Say hi. He's tired. Oh, you're very cranky. You're very cranky. How's he feeling today? You're fine. He's doing good. He's actually was having a really... He's headbutting me right now. Um, he actually was having a really good morning, but I think he just woke up and is like, where am I? What's going on? Hold on, but yeah. here we go. Am I back on this planet? Oh, God. Yeah. You know what's been happening? This isn't in relation to cleaning or dreams, but what's been happening to me is very strange. I will ask, and I should really be asking for the lottery winnings, but I digress. I will ask for something. And it will happen almost instantly, like instantaneously. You were moving your desk up, right? Okay. I'm gonna breastfeed live. Scared on the, the shit out of me. Um, good. Everybody watching, you might get a peek. So I digress. No, but okay. So this is weird. I was talking to my mom on the phone yesterday, and I was telling her what happened with Oliver and what's going on and all that jazz. And she said something like, well, change is good. Change is coming. Something along those lines. She wasn't being ominous. She was just trying to encourage me. And I walk into Walgreens to get his prescription. And the song that came on, the words to the lyrics were, change is coming, change is on the way. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? So, and then I ask, I'm talking to my guides and, you know, we're, we're having a conversation that makes me sound a little weird. I digress. And then I had a friend Not tell this me community. Good. And then I had a friend tell me the exact thing that I was like needing to hear in that moment um, that I was talking to my guides about. So it's, mm. it, I don't know. It's perpetuating this idea that like this reality is so malleable and not real. And just, I don't know. I was talking to Mo last night about this and I was like, none of this matters. None of it's real. And she's like, okay, that's, that's a little bit of depression. And maybe we need to talk about that. But I was like, no, I mean, I just think it's like malleable, you know, it just, yeah, it's not real. So uh, one of our, um, one of our patrons, Selena, who's just so awesome. And if I remembered her username, I would shout her out, but she <laughs> What's so funny? He's like still asleep. He's like crying and eating in his sleep. It's 
crazy. Anyway, I saw I she made I a TikTok where she was <laughs> right. I saw she made a TikTok where she was talking about she was like illustrating how she had a download basically from her guides about the ways that we receive information from our guides and all these different layers kind of of our uh, energy body, right? And Mm -hmm. she did a really great job of illustrating how from what she was perceiving, it's like depend. she's like, you can still receive the information even if you're just in your 3D body, right? Even if you're, you're not raised, you're not at a higher vibration. Let's say you're having a shitty day. And you're like, I can't get in a better mood. I can't raise my Mm -hmm. vibration. You can still receive the information from your guides. It's just going to be filtered through your 3D lens, right? So it may not sound as good. It may not be as loud. It may Mm -hmm. not make as much sense, you know? Right. Whereas if you were at a, quote, higher vibration or kind of more extended into your energy body, um it might come through more clearer and Mm. make more sense and sound better and sound like a better idea. So, you know, I think that um, I thought that made a lot of sense and I really liked how she illustrated that. And I really liked the concept of like, you're still always getting messages, you know, Mm -hmm. you don't have to be something you're not to get messages and you don't always have to be in an awesome mood to get messages It's just about if you're in a place where you are wanting to receive something, you know, or if you're able to receive and then knowing what frame of mind you're in. Um, Mm -hmm. But I but to what you just shared about does this reality does any. Yes, this reality is malleable. I 100 percent believe this reality is very malleable. Does it matter? No. And yes, like Mm -hmm. nothing matters and everything matters. And this is why everyone, again, should see that movie, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, because they literally talk about this so many times in the movie about how like it all matters and nothing matters at all at the exact same time. And again, that's your choice. It's your choice of what lens you want to look through. You can at any moment you can say, I'm looking through the lens of nothing matters or I'm looking through the lens of everything matters so much. Yeah. And I think what what I'm struggling with with this nothing matters and everything matters is is the fact that like for example like the election just happened, right? And Gen Z showed up. Hell yeah. Woohoo. And I have been I don't know if it's gifted the opportunity. I'm not really sure what it is, but I've been working with someone pretty closely. um, And they work for the voter registrar's office. And it's basically corrupt. A hundred percent, both parties, completely corrupt. They decide who's going to win and they change the votes to go that direction. And so, and so, it's depressing because and like basically throughout uh this situation um talking to different people um attorneys and things like that it's like this really isn't that big of an issue because it happens so frequently and that is depressing 
So it's like, I always thought that was happening. Well, I think we always, and I've always thought that too, but I think that like to have it in your face and really understand of like how truly corrupt it is and how truly like, it's just kind of like, what's the point? And then you think about like, for me, you think about, and maybe this is also seasonal depression, everybody. So, you know, just be aware, but I was thinking um, when I were having a conversation last night about like the healthcare, the mental health care system and like, like what's going on and all of these things and like our food and blah, 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 blah. And we're on the same page with a lot of things, but I think it's a little depressing to feel like the odds are stacked against you. And like they, they like big pharma or the government or whatever have an agenda that they want to push and they're going to push that agenda no matter what. And so part of me is like, it's not real. None of it's real. So I'm just uh, going to play okay. the game and just try to live my happiest experience, but also like none of it's real. Does that make sense? This, no, it does because this is exactly how I used to think. I used to think I'm not so, – so this is why I think it's so interesting because now I feel like I'm – literally on the opposite side where I I used to be so skeptical of everything and be so kind of like, well, it's not real anyway, so why does it matter, right? Why does it matter yes. if I vote? Because the, if if yeah. voting is corrupt. Why, why does it matter if I eat healthy? Because it's corrupt anyway. Yeah. Like that's kind of where I meant. And I wasn't but, like this a year ago. I was like, yeah. everything's great and blah, blah, blah. No, and now I'm kind of like, it's I feel like it's we switch places. Corrupt. I feel like we switch places because yeah. you were very much like, yeah, but like, you, I feel like you were speaking to the power that we have to use our yeah. voices and to make change. And here's the thing. I truly do believe now, like, w- might all these things be corrupt and like, like I saw a lot of things on TikTok of, especially in Texas, like machines were down. They just didn't have enough paper. They were turning people away. You know what I mean? So there's oh, yeah. absolutely... Um, a lot of like gerrymandering and voting corruption going on um, in general, even if it wasn't as, you know, like what what you're talking about. But um, but still, I feel like even with this election, like the, you know, Gen Z showed up and mm-hmm. voted. And now I don't I don't know. I don't know what all happened behind the scenes, but I do know that the thing that um, people didn't think would happen is happening. And that's that's really good. Like Gen Z is coming in and saying, like, fuck, you will tell me what to do with my body. Mm -hmm. And um, and so I'm of the belief that while, yes, corruption might still be happening and it always will on some level. Mm-hmm. It does matter because we do have the power to shift things. And even even if it's little by little, even if it's only an inch, right? Even if all we're shifting is just one inch forward, whereas without all the corruption, we could shift like a mile forward, right? Mm-hmm. Even if all we do is one inch at a time, we're still changing and we're still evolving. And, you know, I think that the future, <laughs> you're so wiggly, buddy. I think that the future actually looks really bright because the people that are going to be in charge are the people that have a really good head on their shoulders and are like, fuck around and find out. I'm done. Like, you guys mm-hmm. destroyed this planet and we're done, you know, the future generations. And so 
anyway, that's just to say, but I do understand that perspective because I used to think that all the time. Like, like before COVID, I was very much in that mindset of like, I don't even want to vote. I did vote, but I was like, I don't even want to do yeah. this because I don't want to play this game that's rigged anyway. Like, I'm not going to like give you my energy and like make you think that I'm just like a sheep. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess I had this illusion that like a part of me like felt like it was corrupt, but a I guess I had this illusion or this wishful thinking that it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And then like once the veil, I guess, got lifted and I found out like not only that it is corrupt, but how corrupt it is. Yeah. It's discouraging. It's, you know, oh, yeah. it's a little like you can't see my face, but I'm making a sad face. But like I'm trying to I know it's terrible. This is this is not your upbeat inner bloom content sorry guys but i feel like i'm trying to find the magic in every day you know what i mean and i feel like a lot of people are going through this right now there's like it's interesting because the arc nine told us last year that if you don't um if you don't feel truly happy in your life experience 2022 is going to bring that out right Mm-hmm. that discomfort is going to be if to you're the not surface. taking steps to if you're not taking steps right yeah. so and i think that that's really true for a lot of us because a lot of us have left relationships that we weren't happy in a lot of us have left jobs that we weren't happy in a lot of us have um run into like financial concerns like a lot of things that are very 3d that we kind of not want to deal with in years prior that are in our face that we have to deal with now um because we are in the 3D. So it's interesting. That's just one of the things that kind of rattles around in my brain that maybe prevents me from cleaning my house. (laughs) So it's so wait, so that that's interesting, because it serves you then to believe that nothing matters when you're depressed. Because when you're depressed, if, if everything does matter, then you have then it matters if you clean your house it matters all these things Mm -hmm. kind of matter more but if nothing matters if you switch to the other perspective which is very easy to do right Mm -hmm. okay well then Mm -hmm. nothing matters then it's like whatever nothing matters I don't have to feel bad about that which I don't think you have to feel bad at all about anything but for yourself maybe there's a part of you that would be like I should be cleaning I should be doing this and if you flip Mm -hmm. into the other position it's like well nothing matters anyway so yeah I mean, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I think the other thing that's a little like discouraging lately is the the fucking pressure that I put on myself as a mom. So a lot of you listening, like, I don't know. I don't, I talk about being a mom a lot, but I don't really talk about the pressure I put on myself as a mom. I really want to be like a 1950s mom where like I'm making everything. Yes. I want to be Betty Crocker where I'm making everything from scratch and I'm making clothes, which I can't sew for my life. And I'm playing with my kids and I'm happy and I'm, we're having like amazing experiences all the time. Right. And I am aware that that is also unrealistic. And that's a lot of pressure to put on yourself. But I think what has happened is my oldest, my 18 year old, has reflected that he doesn't remember a lot of those things. And it's fucking discouraging because you work so hard to create these damn memories for these kids and they don't even remember it. They don't even remember. And it's like, for what? 
But like you think Bryn and Ollie won't remember like making cookies and stuff like that? I hope they will. I hope they will. Like um, we made cinnamon rolls on Friday night. I think it was Thursday night. I don't remember. We made cinnamon rolls one of those nights because I like making them and I would like them to have the memories of like making things with me in the kitchen and doing all of those things. Um, So we did and it was fun. And Bryn was like, I feel like it's Christmas because you always make cinnamon rolls during Christmas. And that made me feel good that, you know, they remember that. But also it's, I don't know, it's this idea. So then I started thinking about my childhood and all of the things that my mom tried to do for me that I probably don't even remember. Hmm. You know? Yeah. Sure. But I think. Go ahead. You go. And then it's like, do you do these memories for yourself or for your kids? Because like, I can tell you like making the cookies and all of that, that's really probably for me. That's probably for my memories and my happiness rather than I would like them to have that warm, fuzzy feeling, but it's probably more selfish than anything else. Well, but that's okay. Like, like, I think at the end of the day, it has to be for you, no matter what it is, whether it's parenting or whatever. I mean, that's something we all say all the time, right? Like you have to do it for you first. Not let's say even, you know, if someone wants to get in shape because they got bullied by somebody, it's like, okay, maybe the spark can start because of you're like, oh, I'm going to show this person. But it can't right. only be for that. It has to be for you. And that could be mm. the inspiration, right? But it yeah. has to really be because you want it. And you want to feel that way. And you want to look that way. Whatever. So I feel like it's the same about like parenting. Oh, my God. There's probably so many things that meant more to my parents in their exchange with me that they thought would be a big hit or they thought would be a big whatever But to Mm -hmm. me, it wasn't as special as these other times when they weren't trying or they weren't thinking about. But that doesn't mean that it was all for nothing. Like if they enjoyed it, that's great. And I think you do enjoy putting effort and intention into, you know, making things and being that Betty Crocker mom from time to time. And I think that I, I maybe Riley doesn't remember, but I definitely think that Ollie and Bryn will remember. I definitely think that those things are going to stand out to them. And you know what? If not, it's a memory that you're making with your kids. It's a memory for you that like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, I loved those moments when I just got to be with them making things in the kitchen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Do we have any comments from the Facebook community? Um, Karina said, I think we are in an experiment with game rules that we get to learn and then decide what to do with it. I think she's talking about the does it matter or not, which, by the way, I think we started off this episode thinking we were going to talk about dreams. But now I'm going to title this episode. uh, (laughs) Nothing matters and everything does or something like that. Yeah, nothing Nothing matters and everything matters all at once. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, buddy. Featuring ever. Um, What's going on? You don't like this. You don't like the sunlight. Okay. You're just grumpy. You're just grumpy. You don't like You don't like mommy's podcast. You hate it. Okay. You hate it. Jana said, but Andy, I think the feelings of those. I you're making a real bad impression, bud. No, Um, he's not. He's first impression. But, Ambie, I think the feelings of those experiences stick with kids, even if the specific memory of the event doesn't. 
Mm, that's a good point. I like that point. True, true, true. Okay, well, unfortunately, we're going to have to end the episode there. Um, are you all right? Are you all right? You can't breathe? Um, but uh, happy that we can do this. No, he's just congested. Also, the oh. sun is shining now. Um, all, right, all right, everyone. Well, uh, let us know how you feel about this in our private Facebook group. Ambie, do you want to um, shout out Patreon while I mute myself? Yes. So if you guys are not a part of our Patreon community, we would love for you to be. It helps us so much um, more than you know. Um, we do public conversations with the ARC-9 um, and let me pull that up. We're also going to do um, a spiritual uh, interviews in spirit, which is super fun. Last month we interviewed Buddha, which was awesome. Everybody had a good time with that. Um, and then we also do an intuitive investigation. And that's always fun too. You guys get to vote on what we investigate and you guys get to vote on what spirit we want to interview as well. So this month, the month of November, 2022, we're gonna have the public conversations with the ARC-9 on the 25th. Um, we're also going to have, let me see here. Oh, the week of Thanksgiving is just a wild, a wild week. Um, hold on, let me look this up. Intuitive investigation is gonna be on the 17th. So that's in three days and then we have the interview in spirit, which is going to take place on, should be, let me see here. Oh, I don't know when that is. Let me look at my calendars. You guys can um, look at all sign, these things too. Sorry, yeah, if ahead. you guys sign up for Patreon, it's $5 at the minimum. Um, and uh, you get access to all of this bonus content. Plus, you get to vote on who we actually interview in spirit. So if there's a celebrity you've been wanting us to talk to or something you've been wanting to us to investigate, that is how you get to vote and influence all of that. I know some mm -hmm. people were, like, asking about Aaron Carter. Some people were, you know, st just stuff that's recently in the news. Um, and, uh, by the way, we are starting to plan our retreats for 2023. So uh, if you've been wanting to go to one of our retreats, just know that we're looking to do three of them next year. And uh, we're, in fact, we have a call about one today. So today? Yeah. stay tuned. Mm -hmm. And we're looking at some really cool locations. Um, but if there's somewhere that you want us to come, let us know. Join our private Facebook group, which is Inner Bloomers, and post in there and let us know where you want to go. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, if you're wanting to grow your intuitive abilities, we designed an evergreen program. It's a course that you can take at your own pace um, and you can get coaching from us every week and connect with other uh, people developing their intuition. It teaches you all the A's and B's and Z's and one, two, threes of um, <laughs> developing your intuition, connecting with your guides, doing psychic work, mediumship work, all of that uh, for beginners. So um, check that out. It's called Super Bloom. And uh, you can find that on our website or you can find all of this in our show notes. Mm -hmm. um, lastly, I want to say the interview, the spiritual interview is on the 29th of this month. And then also I am running a promotion for Black Friday. So if you are interested in doing a reading, you just uh, type the word Black Friday, all one word, 
and it'll give you 30% off at checkout. And my website's ambrosiamatthews.com, just in case you don't know. Totally forgot Black Friday was coming up. I know. I know. Thanksgiving is Thanksgiving is literally next week, which is crazy, 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 crazy. All right, everyone. Well, we love you. Thanks for listening. And until next time, keep on blooming. Bye, everybody. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast.